And now for the podcast that did the math and figured out that T is the exact same age as Dustin and his friends. Not all podcasts wear capes. Dude, you are like 50-something years old. Those kids are like 16 years old. What <laughs> right, are you right. talking so, about? So, so, so I, I actually like was watching it, and I was like, they're like, oh, it's spring break, and it's where it's our freshman year, and it's 1986. And I'm like, wait a second. I started my freshman year. I must be like older than them because I, I was a freshman in – 85 but no spring break is 86 so i started being a freshman at 80 and 85 so i'm, I'm that's i my, so my you're the exact age of break. these guys exact yeah exact age explains a that lot they're of things portray- that they're as the characters yeah, yeah you had your hellfire club t-shirt when you went to when you were in school well we were playing we were playing dungeons and dragons you could see the you know everybody could see live you can see the books behind me but yeah yeah i have i have uh the hand of Vecna and the eye of Vecna ready to go in my in my 1980s uh, official copy my 1980s Dungeon Master's Guide here and it has the, the eye and the hand of Vecna. So I, I was going to ask so so Vecna, obviously the main villain of, of season 4, obviously we're talking about Stranger Things everyone. Yeah, you, in you case you didn't up on re- that yet, realize right? yet. Right? We, we didn't do an official intro yet. We didn't yet. intro yet. <laughs> the, the show well, of the summer we're recording on the last day of August. <laughs> <laughs> Ever, the ever timely podcast that so we are. Timely. <laughs> um, but what, when I was watching this, I was wondering because throughout the whole series, they always equate whatever is happening to some kind of Dungeons and Dragons element. So my question to you, when we, you know, were first watching this, was Vecna something that's actually from Dungeons and Dragons or made up for the show? And T, take it away. Well, I mean, it, it, all the all the uh, the monsters in the show are just like strange creatures and just to understand it the the kids i mean i guess that's explained in the show that the kids give it names of creatures from dungeons and dragons like classic creatures like the first one was uh the demogorgon and then that was first season and then i guess season two and three it was the mind flare so um and they're they're much different they're much different like the demogorgon is this like extra planar from some kind of abyssal type of plane like hell or something like that that has two head two monkey heads and a tail so it doesn't look anything like that so and then the vecna is a is like a lick lich lick lick whatever it's called uh, however it's pronounced and uh like uh his 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 eye was taken out and his hand was chopped off and they turned into like magic items that you cursed magic items you could guess like get like the ring of power but yeah 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 they're they're all real they're you know it's all deep deep dungeon and dragons lore so so i mean that makes sense right because in the show vecna was ripping out people's eyes right or had them ripping out their own eyes whatever their eyes would explode and all their bones would break like their limbs and stuff right 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 wow Uh, this was long these episodes were long obscenely long (laughs) <laughs> illegally long you can't call this television <laughs> now were you i were you bothered by that though kind of because i don't know i mean i know these this is a prestige show these prestige 
shows with these huge budgets often have long episodes because they put all this money into it. But when every episode is like a feature-length movie, it's 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 pretty exhausting. But didn't they get longer? Did they get longer? They as kept it went getting on? longer. Like the last episode was like two hours and some change. And I, like I, I feel insane calling it an episode. I'm like an episode is is. But it's not TV, and I mean we've had this conversation a thousand times on our text chat. But it's not TV, nor is it feature film. And I think what what's happening right now is these storytellers trying to tell these stories, and they they can't figure out they they have so much freedom. Right, but there's they no can't new figure word out for pacing. It. There's no right. new language for it. We have films, which are typically, you know, 90, 80 to 90 to two hours, three hours, four hours, whatever. Those are like feature films. But then you have a television minutes, right, right. show. There's a, tel- there's a television show. There's miniseries. I feel like if this was called like a miniseries, it would make more sense, but it's not. But my argument, I guess, to the whole thing would be it could be whatever the writers want. They just have to do more work figuring out what the right length is for the story they want to tell. Right. 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 So so the beginning of Mandalorian, the first season, those episodes were like 20 minutes, right? They were yeah, super fast. They knocked fast. them out. You, but that you know felt like I television. Lo- it didn't feel like television. It felt like Republic serials from the 1930s that would play before the movies and the thing that only lasted for a short time and ended on a cliffhanger. They were only 10, 15 minutes. Right. And it felt like that to me. And I really liked that. And I would not mind if there were more episodes of Mandalorian, but you kept them down to like 20 minutes. Well, you know, what's not to stray off Stranger Things, but the good thing about the Mandalorian season one, at least for me, the best thing about it was that every episode, there was the larger story, right? Where Mando has to take care of the baby, get him back to whoever is is he belongs to but each episode had its own individual problem that he had to fix within the episode and i'm like that's what a television show it's television tra- right that's, that's, television. that's what that's what right. television traditionally is for me i feel like if you're telling an overarching story and each episode doesn't have like its own like a plot a a plot b plot thing c plot thing like happening within the episode then call it a mini series but you know what, Ariana? You just brought up a good point between the Disney Plus model and the Netflix model because Disney Plus release, releases week to week, right? Right. Nef- Netflix, you, you you leave yourself hanging basically, right? You could go right into the next episode and you stop when you want to yeah. stop. You know what I mean? Because I don't know how many times. You stop because you have work the next day. But right. also, they sp- right. didn't they split this season into two parts too? They gave a little break because right. they knew it was too much. And see, that's... Well, no, I think what it was, was the last two episodes, they didn't have the effects finished in time. Or isn't, aren't the last two episodes as long as, like, the first, like, six episodes? Maybe that's it. Well, the first, the the last, the next to last episode is, like, an an hour and a half, then the last one is, like, two and a half hours. So it's, like, five hours of TV right there. I'm telling you, the end of, end of uh, Marvel's Netflix... When, when it started, because it's like I dreaded when it would drop because I would be like, this is my whole weekend. You have I to have watch to it or you'll get spoiled. It. I have to, I'll get spoiled. It's just like, I think the Netflix model has to change because it was all too much all at once. If, if Stranger Things was broken up week to week, 
and we saw the end of that one and then they'd get the conversation going and then and then that last one that two hour one was two hours people would love the fact that they got more right thinking it's the last episode thinking it's going to be 45 minutes and then they get almost two hours well here's the thing when netflix started producing their original shows they were pretty much the only ones doing it at the time because that's all that really existed well they they created the model they created the model basically and their model was dropping it all at once they're the ones who did that for all of their then once other streaming services started doing it they're like okay let's take other stuff and do them like week by week um, but now with Stranger Things, it's like they're stuck. They have to drop it all at once, or or I don't Why? know. Why? I don't know. There's no, there's no, there's no patent on putting a putting content out every week. I know that, but I'm just saying. I think because all their other seasons were dropped all at once, they feel obligated to do it for this one. Except when they split this, it. In this half. is why. This is why I think What If suffered, because week to week, What If. It was like you had to learn the whole new world. And what if the comic book came out once a month? They should have dropped the what if shows once a month. And people were like, oh, we got a new what if. And then people would be like anticipating it. Right. You know, I I think that there's an opportunity that a lot of people are dropping the ball to tell the stories on their own time. I don't know, but I mean, the show was, people watched it anyway. We can complain about how long the episodes are. When you say we, when you say we, you you mean you too, because honestly, I didn't care about the length. I love the season. This is one of the best shows of the year, but I watched it one a night. When a show like this comes out, I like to extend it out. So like right now I'm watching Sandman. It's been out for a while, but I've only been able to watch, or not been able to, but I, I limit myself to one episode a day. I mean, number one, these shows are, are pretty heavy. There's a lot going yeah. on. And I like yeah. to think about it the next day. Like, if I binge two or three in a row... It's too much. It's not like watching a 20... Yeah, it's not like watching a 20-minute comedy. You could sit there for two hours and basically yeah. knock out half a season. But for me, I I thought it was fine. I had no problems with the length. I mean, I sit down 9 o'clock and I throw it on and I'm watching it and I'm, I'm loving this stuff. Spade, do you think if... The Sopranos were released right now. The ending was still stuck. Yes, I think that. Shut up. The ending was great. Ending's great. (laughs) And it was dropped all at once on Netflix. Do you think it would have achieved the same popularity? Um, I think so. I think so. I know what I think. Yeah, I think it would be popular, but I don't know if it would be as impactful as it was. Because the impact of Sopranos was was the longevity that it had. The anticipation it built. Look at Stranger Things, right? No one's talking about it anymore, except us, because we're we're so late. We're to late. It, you know what I yeah. mean? No, you're absolutely right. The, these things like flash and burn. Right, but when it when it dropped back in May, everybody was talking about it from May to July when the second set of episodes come out. But after Fourth of July, because they came out that weekend, you didn't really hear anything about it. You know? I think that with the new ability with streaming and i don't think streaming is television and just because you watch something at home doesn't make it not a movie um i think the whole taxonomy of visual storytelling like this um the old definitions the old things just don't work anymore in terms of describing it and I think a lot of like what was who 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 did you share that we had a big fight about on the text you you shared somebody saying about um 
these people couldn't uh, uh, um, these people couldn't write for a television oh, show. Oh, Eric Kripke, the uh, yeah the, from the, the from the boys, the creator of the boys. What did he say? I think what his point was was that since he's done both models of television, he sees that the writers now who get hired out right out the gate to go straight working for a streaming service, they don't they they write the seasons as a whole instead of tackling each episode. So they're basically right. planning everything out all at once. They don't know how to write for television, he's saying traditional television, because they're not tackling each episode 20, 20, 24 episodes. They're doing six to eight episodes and planning it out, writing it out as a whole. Right. Which I don't think is a wrong point to make. It's it's No, I I I, I took I took umbrage. With his with, delivery, with how he said it, but like he's not. Yeah, because it was it was douche, but it was douchey about. It. Just because you're right doesn't mean you're right. Not but also, you I'm don't know the tone it. he's he's conveying either. You're reading it on a piece of paper. It sounds it doesn't sound very it's, nice. It's, maybe it's, but it's, I got it's, it's, what it he was very saying. Douchey. It didn't sound yeah. douchey to no. me. I don't think it sounded douchey to Spade. No, but, but I think, no. but I think he's trapped in the same binary paradigm of is this television or is this not television? You know what? Don't worry about what other people are doing reimagine your stories go back and make a decision should we do it like this should we do 12 episodes this is the wild west you can do you can reinvent now the rules are out the window it's an opportunity and to complain about people getting lost in this right now to, to be, be to tell the story you always wanted to do at the speed you wanted to do it in the length you wanted to do it do it however you want and there there's Amazon has all the money and they're throwing it at everybody. There, there, there's so many things. If you have a script that's going to get bought, do it and do it the way you want to do it. This is this is the opportunity. You're right. I don't I don't think he was complaining though. I think he was yeah, criticizing. Yeah, I don't think either. Yeah, I, I think it was he's more just, of a criticism. He's just, he's just speaking from his own experience, coming from both sides of the aisle, and I think it's a it's a fair thing to do. And to be fair, he has one of the best shows on TV right now, so. I'm going to give him the slack and let him speak his mind. Hot take. Hot take. I find the boys better and more consistent than Stranger Things. I don't think it's a hot take at all. <laughs> I mean, the boys is is a top three show on television right now. I think that the, the boys is a better watch. Yeah. I think the boys is a better watch. Here's my overview of the season. Um... I know people are saying this is the best season since the first one, and I agree with that. Um, but I also think they keep trying to capture the same, you know, phenomenon, I guess, that the first season had. Because I think the first season was in a totally different playing field compared to what it is now. Um, not that it's bad, it's just not as good. Well, it's smaller, self-contained in scope. Are you? I think it's even larger in scope. It's season it's, one. It's, no, oh, season. Oh, I thought you meant this season. No, 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 no. Season one compared to season yeah, one. Now. Right, right. Yeah. Like this whole thing with Hopper and and Winona Ryder, jo- Joyce. Joyce. Yeah, yeah. That whole story plot, I was just like. Every time they went back to it, I was like, oh, all right, this again. You know, like every time I had to check in with Hopper, every time it's just like, all right. Like I get the stuff with the Russian guy is funny, but I'm just like, what are we doing here? 
Like, I, I don't know. Why, why is Joyce gone for so long and not even call on her kids to check on them? Be like, hey, you guys okay? Like, no. <laughs> you, you know what bothered me about that stuff? She's still lying to them and not telling them the truth after everything they've been through. Like, just, just tell them, hey, I think Hopper might be alive. I'm going over to go check and right. see. You know? Listen, you don't remember the 80s, right? But I had to call a girlfriend who was like in South Jersey and we spent an hour on the phone. I got like into so much freaking <laughs> trouble for that stuff. <laughs> call in from Soviet Russia to the United States. That's not it. That's not, that's, that's a no go. That's because, a no go. You can't do it. I, well, here's the thing. I think she would at least have tried to contact her kids to make sure they were okay. Cause I'm amazed. Uh, Dyfus or whoever existed in the eighties, I mean, I know the 80s were a wild time. Children were going crazy. Time. It was a... it, the people were unsupervised. Children were getting kidnapped all the freaking time. I understand. It was the you're, 80s. You're but basically like, describing Stranger Things, Ariani. I guess so. It's just like, I don't know. Like, maybe I'm looking through it through a too modern lens, but I'm just like. I don't think any kid, kids were getting kidnapped more than, than they are now. I, I'd like to see the numbers on that. I think the difference is how it's reported. Um, uh, I just then I just the numbers think I, exist as they are. <laughs> the, the people who take kids and who sexually abuse kids are people that they know. It's not strangers, but pulling up in white vans. Um, so what happens is it's true. I know that, but right. Jesus Christ, I'm trying to make a point here. But what what I'm saying? All right, go ahead. No, that's it. My point. I, is I think done. the point was made. <laughs> I'm gonna try and get us back on track. The worst thing about the Hopper storyline is. That they spoiled it in like a random trailer slash commercial like Here two you years go. ago. <laughs> oh, did they? No, but but for real, like they released a clip two online. Two years ago. Like two T, you remember this? They released what, that, a clip of, that Hopper was alive. T, that Hopper was alive. You yeah. got to tell I me, thought, and I'll tell you if I remember. Yeah, no, no. But we all knew Hopper was alive. I thought that was no. like in a yeah. They they made didn't they hint at that at the end? Well, of there was a post credit scene. They mentioned the American, but then there was like a random like scene that they just released for no reason that w- that showed Hopper in it. Right, but that's because they imply at the end the American. Everyone goes, "Oh, that's got to be Hopper. It can't of be anyone course. else." Of course. So then, what do you? Why do you consider that a spoiler? They literally spelled it out for you. <laughs> they told you. Spade. You just messed up because you gave Ariani all this ammunition to argue against your spoiler argument. But am- she's gonna bring this up. No, but see, am I incorrect here? No, but why would you release one? I agree with you, Ariani. But what I'm talking about, it wasn't the, the post credits on the show. To anticipate it was... people, to get them excited, be like, "Oh, right, that guy." Right. It was because he was in Black Widow. It was it was because he was in Black Widow. No, and they, were trying to they didn't need that. Black Widow to make Stranger Things excitement. Stranger Stranger Things excitement like Stranger Things. <laughs> this is the, that's the that's the porn version. Spr- yeah, I, I think they would come up with a with a better name than that. They, they'd probably just call it Stranger Things. The porn <laughs> Stranger Dings. Yeah, right. <laughs> or that. It's very seventies. <laughs> or you know 80s i guess an 80s porn parody would have that name here's the thing they're getting they're getting away with, with this is one last point on this they're getting away with the idea of kids kids on bikes and it's the kids on bike genre kids on bikes what does that mean that means that young people 
have about a 20 mile radius where this story can be told, right? Because they could get there on a bike, right? right. So the, the idea is, is that, and we've talked about this on our text, uh, um, uh, or, or what, what shall I call it? I, I don't know. Um, it's a group chat. Well, Everybody knows. The group they, chat. They all the have chat. The group chat. You know the group chat. All right. I, I just don't know what terminology to use. Back in your day, they invented the wheel. <laughs> I think Stranger Things would have been better as an anthology series. And I think Ariani said that it's like like American horror story. But like um, that you keep it in the same town and you just have different stories from different people that go through threads. I wouldn't say like American Horror Story. I would say it more like um, things, not things we lost in the flood. What was the one that I really liked with the Swedish artist that that was on? Um, oh, uh, Tales from the Loop. Tales from the Loop, where you could cross over characters in different episodes, but have them in the background kind of thing. Crossover, they could enter them and back out and things like that. I think Stranger Things missed an opportunity with that because they knew. They, they knew they had a problem because, and, and I'm going to go right into it. A lot of these kids didn't grow up to be good actors. Um, and, and, and I'm sorry, they're, I'm sure they're lovely people and I wish them well, but they knew that they had to get, um, they knew that they had to get new actors in there. So they got Maya Hawk, you know, Maya she's, Hawk, she's um, a nepotism baby, you know, uh, Sadie Sink, who was, she's great. Amazing. She was she's great in this amazing. season. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, and what was the um, uh, oh Billy Hargrove, Dar Darcy Montgomery? Uh, uh, well, the big show stealer was um was Eddie. Uh, Eddie, Eddie. What what was the name of the actor? I'm looking. Uh, uh, that Joseph something. He was unbelievable. I've seen him in other things too. I don't know if I've ever seen him. There's this. There was this PBS thing where they tried to do like. A Marvel type Joseph crossover. Quinn. Sorry, Joseph Quinn. Joseph Quinn. Yeah. Joseph Quinn. Um, they tried to do this Marvel style crossover with all the Dickens novels and that like Oliver Twist meets Ebenezer Scrooge kind of thing. And uh, he's in it, and he was really, really good and twisted in that. Dickensian. I'm not saying that the that... name of the show, Dickensian. He played Arthur. Dickensian. Yeah. He he yeah, was yeah, in yeah. a he was in an episode of Game of Thrones too. He's one of the better actors this series has had. I mean, especially for like one of the, you know, teenage kids. I thought the older teens this season were great, all of them. Every right. last one of them. No, he he was great. Um, Argyle, I, I liked Argyle. He was basically Argyle like was who's fine. Argyle? He was like Spicoli has... slash yeah, Encino, yeah. Encino was, Man. He's a, like the, yeah, he's the, a stoner. The, he reminded me of the the, the guy from uh, Three Ninjas that wants to kidnap the kids. He reminded me of, like that that kind of uh, like you said the stoner archetype. He yeah, was yeah. a little too much. A little too Saturday Night Live for me. You know what I mean? It was just he just he just needed to dial that back just a smidge. He was there for comic relief, you know that. that he was, was basically for comic his point. relief, but Spade's yeah. right. I think he's a direct parody of Spicoli because they mentioned Fast Times right a few times in this season. I think they have. Probably. I, I don't. It's it's been like three months since we watched this. I don't. I don't no, know. No, I, I I watched it later than you guys did, and I somehow didn't get spoiled at all. They did that whole thing with Home Alone with the whole family when they went to go see Dustin's girlfriend. It oh was yeah. Like this kind of. Oh, you know, yeah. You know, it yeah. Was kind of this well, kind of. Well, she thinks she's Dustin's girlfriend. <laughs> I don't know what right. Dustin thinks. Right. <laughs> um, I thought Dustin completely thinks that that's his girlfriend. Am I? Did I miss something? It's the other way around. I think. Oh. But they, they they have some kind of relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Darn, what was I going to say? Are you at a loss for words? Oh, the thing... No, no, no. Uh, yeah, never. The thing... <laughs> <laughs> the I thing know, that, that got... that's why I was worried for a second. <laughs> the thing that got quote-unquote spoiled for me, in which I don't know if that was something that everybody else knew walking into it, was that Jamie Campbell Bauer, he was Vecna. So when I saw him in, like, I guess that flashback that Eleven was having, where she was younger, and he was one of the orderlies... I don't know if you guys knew but at that point that that was who Vecna is. I thought it might be. I didn't look at the cast list, so I didn't have that kind of like in-depth knowledge. But I was like, that's probably Vecna. I just kn- I know who he is as an actor. And, I, and I'd heard that he was playing Vecna. So by the time I watched the show, it wasn't really a surprise to me that's who he was supposed to be. But I don't know if that was common knowledge at the time. Yeah, I, I didn't see that coming. I knew something oh, okay. was up with him. I had no idea until they actually revealed it in the show, and I'm like, "Yeah, that was really well done. I, no, I thought it was really, really good. E- even if I hadn't known, I think it's a good reveal. It's a good character reveal, and it's a good reveal for Eleven, because obviously she's numbered in a bunch of kids, so right. it's a good way to square that origin. I don't know if I like the whole thing with Papa, Dr. whatever the hell his name is, Dr. Papa. Um <laughs> I don't know if I like his his little redemption thing. They they did the thing that I don't like, where they redeem the bad guys. I'm like, he's just a bad guy. Like I understand that Eleven has complicated feelings about him, but he's not a good person. Right, I I agree with that. It was like you're supposed to kind of. I mean, you feel bad for her, right? Because that's her father right. figure. But you don't feel bad that he's dead because he, like you said, he's no, a no, he's horrible and like. I I don't I don't need the catharsis of killing the bad guy in a film. Well, like... he sacrificed himself, didn't he, to save her? Right. Yeah. Right. They did it again. Because wasn't the last time we saw him was like season one, season two, and he was just like complete, unrepentant, pure bad guy. But I guess because of Vecna, they have to have the lesser bad guy. I don't know. Right. Well, there's always going to, to use the Jaws thing, you're going to need a bigger boat, right? You're going to need a a bigger bad guy kind of thing. And, uh, something that kind of unites everybody but does isn't the isn't Vec? i mean this is not dungeon and dragons lore so my dungeon and dragons people i'm not talking about that but like in the context of stranger things isn't vecna like they 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 said something like he is the first lieutenant of the mind flare it's a mind flares coming back with that that's like just a big like kaiju might type it's, monster it's not like, the other way around it wasn't i thought vecna. it was Vecna is the mind flayer. He's no, everything. No. No, no, no. Isn't I, he? Well, v- no. Vecna is like connected to everything, but he's okay. not everything, right? Like I, I thought he, Vecna he worked, was like the top dog. The, he went and he went in and met the mind flayer and started doing the mind flayer's bidding. That's my understanding. Right. Okay. I don't know. But here's here's the thing. This whole upside down thing, I know there's no real explanation we're ever going to get as to where it comes from. Well, they showed you eleven opened it, right? right. Like she she, she created it. didn't didn't she create I, it when she blasted him away? That's that was my interpretation crea- of that. I don't and then know if she he made it what it. he wanted. I don't know, but it, I th- I feel like it must have always existed. He just turned it into something of his or, own. Or okay, ma- yeah, may- maybe that that's probably the way it went. That she blasted him there, and then he kind of. Did whatever right. he did when he was there. That that makes more so, sense. Yeah. Right. So we still have no earthly explanation to what it is, where it comes from. I don't know if we ever will. I don't get the whole thing. Well, you kind of know what it is. It's it's 
Hawkins Help. just no, it's Hawkins just like an alternate version of it, right? Because they right. were going around and they were finding things. Right, but is... I could keep this thread going forever. Like, why Hawkins? Why? Like, is there other upside downs in other towns? Well, I mean, I mean, in the meta narrative sense, in the meta narrative sense, it's another Dungeon and Dragons reference because it's the Shadowfell. It's okay. the world that's hidden beneath our eyes. It's that parallel universe underneath that's always been going, and that is a trope. And it doesn't just come from D and D. It's it's been in a thousand different things. Okay, I mean, you know, that I mean, Ariana, like, you we're, we're in this. Well, get you know, no, I, mean, I was just going to go on. Well, I would say Ariani might be, be too young to remember, like, the movie that was in the 90s, but you remember The Langoliers by Stephen King? You're asking me? Yeah, well, in general. I remember the title. I never read it, nor did I watch okay, it. Okay, so we actually watched the miniseries in, in, like, elementary school. Like, I remember it. But it, basically, it was, like, the same world as, like, your own, but it was in the past, and the Langoliers were the things that came and they ate the past. Right. They're like these little monsters. So what happened was the airplane that that these people were on, they fell asleep and it went through like a time vortex and they survived because they were sleeping. That's what they found out. Right. And when they landed, it was exactly like our Earth, but no people were around. And what what they found out was it was the past. Right. So it's kind of so the upside down is kind of like that because they were interacting yeah. with their bedroom and things like that. And certain things were there. But Remember they said, oh, it's not that time period because whatever they were looking for was missing. And then they, they realized, oh, it, was, it happened later than they thought. There were definitely more, I think. I mean, it shows a horror show, but I think there were definitely more horror references here. I think I think I saw some Stephen King references. Um, definitely Nightmare on Elm Street because of this whole Vecna thing and Robert England right. showed up. Yep. And he was great. That was that was that playing Vecna's dad, right? Yeah, basically, and I love that. I love that cuz I love Robert England and he's always so cool. Like when when he had the makeup on, I'm like, "Dang. That was like Robert England." And I was like, "Oh, it is." <laughs> yeah, no, that that was good with his missing eyes and everything. So obviously yeah. he was Vecna's, you know, first victim. Yeah, not that's very Right, not the one doing the murders and all that kind of stuff. Mhm. Um but no, it, it's uh it's good here. So I started making you know notes when I was watching the show because I knew we were eventually going to talk about this. But the the sequence where Eleven like has no powers and she changed her name oh. to to Jane Hopper. I'm like, this is the Obi Wan style of hiding. She like looks exactly the same and just only changes her first name and it's not really. I thought like... her first name was always Jane. Though. That's what I'm saying. Right. It's like the Obi Wan style. Like old ben and obi-wan yeah. it's like the same thing like you didn't really oh put she much didn't effort. bother like you didn't really put much effort to the... really be in yeah, hiding yeah, yeah. yeah but th that was one thing um another thing I, I thought was really really great was uh when eddie was hiding out at the boathouse and the basketball team came to get him and they ended up on the boat eddie and the uh, the character's name is jonathan and then the the other kid gets lifted in the air by vecna yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, these kids, they're going to realize what's going on. They're going to help them out. And they totally went the other way and thought it was Eddie like doing black magic. I'm like, that's such a great twist because I did not see that coming at all. I'm like, I had a feeling like I, did, I wasn't sure. Like, I was just like, there's no way that like they get out of this. 
So I, I, I thought, but I thought that was cool that it happened in front of them because then it right. just made everything. You think it's gonna make everything better, it just makes it worse. But, but think about it, right? It makes perfect sense if you saw that happening and that's the time period. You're gonna be like, yo, what's wrong with that guy? You're not gonna think it's some supernatural like crazy thing, you know? But they already think Eddie's like a supernatural freak anyway. So right, right, exactly. You guys know about what the satanic panic yes, was? Yes, I do know. Right. About that. Well, they touched on it in the show. A little bit, yeah. Right, but I mean, it's very something very specific to Dungeons and Dragons. So, for our listeners who don't, the Satanic Panic is so Dungeons and Dragons started became becoming popular in um, when you were Dustin's age in the eighties, and this was happening around right, you. Right, <laughs> right. When, yeah, yeah, right, right. So it was before high school. In high school, we we didn't play anymore. You know, it was you know everybody was too cool for oh, school. Oh, you were like you Lucas. I mean? You were like you had to join the basketball game. team, and you know. Dude, I never played a sport, dude. Um, we so, can tell. so like, we, we, <laughs> damn, that's messed up. That's messed up. That's right for the jugular. Damn. <laughs> um, I'm playing. <laughs> uh, you know, we 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 played in junior high school and things like we played Dungeons and Dragons in junior high school, but there was this huge thing, and it was making all the news rounds and everything like that. I still get it from people too today about like. Oh, if you play Dungeons and Dragons, it's like satanic, and you're worshiping the devil, and this and this and this and that. It's really, really, really friggin' weird. Um, but that was the kind of hysteria, uh, uh, kind of things that um, were going on there in the '80s about that. So it was, it was really like um, these ki- kids who played um, were not only the kids who got beat up, not only the kids who didn't have any, you know, any other friends or anything They were like ostracized that, in the community, were, like as a whole. But they were ostracized not just by their peer groups, but by the news, by this, by that. It was a really big thing. And 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 right now, D&D is more popular, and, and due in large part to Stranger Things, but to say it's only Stranger Things is, is a mistake, um, that um, Dungeons & Dragons is bigger than it's, ever been more people play now than they ever have um in the history of the game um even though the golden age of it the golden age of it was was there in the early 80s with the dnd is that when it started in the 80s or, or is it older than that no 72 72 72 it was this uh uh um gary gygax and i don't want to forget the other guy's name because everybody always leaves out the other the other dude's name um uh, I'm sorry, and I can't even remember. It sorry, other blank. dude. Dungeon um, Dragon. Uh, <laughs> Dave Arneson. It was built out of like like that kind of classic miniature war gaming that like you would see like uh, James Bond villains doing, where they have those little sticks and they're pushing all those things. So they were playing that game, and they said instead of playing units, we would play individual characters, and it kind of grew out of tabletop war gaming. And it turned into those rules, and that happened like in the early '70s. I think it was '74 when D and D actually was first published. You know, gotcha. Get Go Ariani. What's your, what's your question? Oh, I just wanted to ask. Well, now that T's here, do you guys think it was dumb of them to kill Eddie? Yes. Because well, because here's th- Stranger Things always has like a big like breakout character. Like in season two, it was Sean Astin. Season three, it was I don't know who. Um season four now it was eddie and so it's like in terms of storytelling i get why they did it right because they want to have that big impactful emotional moment in the uh you know in the finale 
I didn't want him to get killed off. I, I was hoping they were going to keep him around for, for sure. I was hoping, too, that they'd keep him around because he had a full arc. He had a full arc where he, you know, became the hero of his right. of his own story. He he wasn't just, like, the freak. He got to, you know... Dustin Dustin goes through all these different, like, mentor figures, and now it's Eddie and poor Dustin. <laughs> well, I mean, he got to kick ass playing Metallica, right? That uh, Yeah, that was cool. That That was pretty good. I think he was the best character of the season, and I think it would have been a lot more impactful if they killed one of the original cast from the first season. I think that would have made a lot more. Uh, and I and I have a couple. I have a couple of suggestions of who they could have you, done. Well, you can't kill Will because that'd be homophobic. Well, see, I, I think Will's going to be possessed by Vecna. I think that's that's what's going to happen. You think he's vulnerable? Well, you saw at at the end, he was like grabbing the the back of his neck and all that stuff. Yeah, like the hair. The hair was coming up on the back of his neck. You gotta keep Eleven. You gotta keep Dustin. I think it should have been Mike or Lucas. Well, see, I have a point to make about Lucas and the music, too, because obviously uh, Kate Bush collected that bag um, because running up the hill. That song's on the radio all the time. (laughs) It became massive. Huge. I think it's the longest time between like like top singles. I, I don't know if she went to number one or something, like that, but she went to the top of the charts back in eighty whatever when this came out, and it's like thirty something years later. And because she owns all the rights to it, she has made so much money, <laughs> so much money from streaming and airplay and all that stuff. So good for Kate Bush. But the point I wanted to make that one thing that I really really wish that they had done, and I can't believe they didn't do it was they establish over and over again that um Sadie Sinks her what's what's the character's name that Sadie Sinks Max, plays? Max, Max Mayfield. They establish over and over again that Matt's favorite song is Running Up That Hill. She plays it all the time. They have that great scene where she's running and you hear her, hear the song up that hill. where she's escaping. What? Up that hill. Running up the hill. where she's running up that hill no and it's like it was very literal but it was still very cool i really like that um because of the headphones they show the headphones in that scene where the where the basketball player comes to fight lucas they show the tape getting broken and he's freaking out trying to like get her out i was waiting for them to have him sing the song to her to help get her out of it because he even said like i think they had that cute little scene of them in the park he was like i'm starting to like this song so i'm thinking they set up all of this and i'm thinking and, and like and it would be poetic because they play the song because she likes it but it's poetic because it has those great lyrics where she's like if only could make a deal with god i'd get him to swap our places and he, like lucas would swap places with her like i'm just like what is this? Like, why would that you... Really, that really oh happened, God. That really we happened. We just had a live performance. Gotta... We just had a live because performance. Because I can't just say it. I have to sing it because that's that's the power of those lyrics. And I'm like, what are you doing? You have this all set up to be a huge emotional payoff for them, and they didn't do it? That, that's true. That's a good point. Didn't you... Okay, remember before we recorded, you said, I'm not going to like it. I'm going to forget it. Is it not a good idea? That's a good idea. It works for me. <laughs> It works, and I thought, and that's that's part of the reason why I'm just like, man, this season was fine mostly because it just like it didn't go all the way with like pulling those emotional beats. It was just like everything looks cool, everything feels cool, everything sounds cool, Vecna's cool, everything looks awesome. 
But that's like the thing. Everything looks awesome. They spared no expense with this. No, but I also was left really cold by a lot of things, you know? Like, I didn't care. Like, they separated the kids for a lot of the 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 show. So then, like, Nancy and... Half of them weren't even in the first finale. Right. And it's just like, Nancy and Jonathan get together again, like, at the last scene. And it's just like, nothing. Nothing. No feelings, no... No. That's obviously she's gonna end up back with Steve. That that's what, what they're pushing stupid. towards. I hate this stupid love triangle nonsense. It's very silly. It's just like stop making this be something it's not. Like it's so dumb. I'm over it. <laughs> Ariane, if you were in the upside down, I know what song would save you. What? Ice Ice Baby, because you're too cold, too cold. <laughs> like, but, but like you understand how I'm feeling. Like I just like it was just left. But they're not. They're not back together. They hadn't broken up she's in the midst of a transitional thing so they're not like back that's together. how she's gonna break up with jonathan i'm in the middle of a transitional thing mm-hmm. <laughs> that's exactly how it's gonna go <laughs> it's so silly but the, but john the, the actor who played john charlie he yeah is he ill he looked ill to me he, i'm sorry should i say that like on a i podcast? know he had is drug like problems bad? like actual drug problems but him and um Nancy are dating in real life. He he was in um, New Mutants, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. That's right. Which I haven't seen still. <laughs> Forgot all about it. Forgot all about it. <laughs> we should we should rewatch it and do a podcast on. It. I remember New Mutants actually being pretty good. I guess we'll see. Did, didn't we do a podcast? on No, it? we didn't. never did. Wait, wait, hold on. Spade, are you drinking a White Russian? No, I'm having an Al Pacino. No. <laughs> no, oh, not not to be confused thought, with an with an Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Al Pacino's an alcoholic. Um, what? I think what a ridiculous like, thing to claim. <laughs> I told you, it tastes like chocolate milk. It's delicious. I'm going to totally I'm push it right now. I'm riffing on the name. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm riffing on the name. Al Pacino sounds like if Al Pacino was an alcoholic. I'm making a joke. I'm not saying that Al Pacino's an alcoholic. Well, because it's got alcohol and it's like a cappuccino. It tastes like chocolate okay. milk. If anybody out there is listening and you're of age, 21 or older, uh, get yourself some Al Pacino's. We're not point- sponsored. <laughs> No, not at all. <laughs> now all our sixteen-year-old listeners. Yeah, are I'm. I'm not advocating for uh, for any hey, underage kids, drinking. You want some alcohol that tastes like chocolate milk? <laughs> Basically, that's Hot what it take. tastes like. The drinking age is too high in the United States. Eighteen. Are we going to talk about Will at all? Go ahead, bring it up. He looked how Will. All those kids look way too old, but they really did Will dirty. I'm sorry. They did They did my boy Will so dirty with that hair and those clothes. And it's just like, these kids are 16, 17, 18, 19, and they're all pretending to be 14-year-olds. And it's just like, nope, you had a gross spurt. <laughs> you had a gross spurt, and your voice is too deep. You are not a 14-year-old kid. I blame COVID. And there's some like like grown ass fourteen year olds. You got come 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 to one of my freshman classes. They're taller than me. They're fourteen and they have like must full mustache. No, I know. I but I don't know what they're feeding these kids. But they didn't. They have most of this filmed already, and then they had to shut down for COVID, and then they had the hormones. The hormones they're giving all the poultry and the thing. That's what they're giving them. Um, Didn't you say though that there might be a time jump for next season to accommodate for that? I had read that. Yeah, that there was. There's gonna be rumored time jump. I heard. I heard that too. Yeah, because they can't keep justifying this. It's all COVID's fault, right? No, I know, but but they also can't keep justifying these kids looking the age that they do, still looking like they're in high school. I have a feeling they're gonna bump it up to like a senior year. They have to start writing these characters to that original cast strength. They worry about eleven, and they give eleven 
Eleven can hold handle it. She's a good enough actress. Finn Wolfhard, he's you know he's fine. He's fine. He's but not, you know what? I, they also say... didn't give him much to do this season, which is also a problem. It's just like when you have this huge cast. I thought I love Winona Ryder. They didn't give her much to do this season. She wasn't very interesting or good, and she's. I would. I, I didn't feel like Caleb would be doing like the whole when he's a basketball player. I just was, it felt. His mean, arc was good. Oh, Lucas, right? His, it was his real name is Caleb. Lucas. Yeah, yeah, Caleb. Caleb McLaughlin. Yeah, yeah. Lucas. Yeah. Lucas was just like, it kind of, like the act, it didn't feel like that's what that character or actor would do. Dustin is point on point. The Dustin's always on point. He could just like do his thing. You know what I mean? No problem. They have to write, start writing better for Will. They can't give him these long, heartfelt speeches that are almost like Someone monologue. pointed out that he cries at the end of like every scene he's in. I was going to say, you know what he reminded me of? Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man when he was always crying. That's kind of what Will reminded me He's very emotional. No, but you know what? Like, Will is going through it. Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Will is going through it, though. Poor Will. And like, now they're throwing in, like, Will being a gay teenage boy in the 80s in love with his best friend. I Like, uh, he's going to get really, in the Midwest, he's screwed. He's in a lot of trouble. Like, I'm sorry. Like, they, they, they're they setting that boy up for, for a lot of things, and he's already been through so much. I guess my high school was different. I mean, no one was openly gay, but, you know, in the, the theater circles and the plays and the musicals and everything, there were kids who were gay and it was not a big deal. It's just like we didn't, you know, we respected not talking about it. I guess in Indiana, it's different, right? That's the thing. In the Midwest, it'll be different. Like, we appear in North Jersey, close to New York, it's going to be... I mean, I'm not saying it's always sunshine and rainbows in, in the blue states over here, but in the Midwest in the 80s, there's no way you come out of that closet safe. I don't know how they're going to portray that. I don't think he's going to survive. Do you guys think he's going to make it out in the end? They put him through so much. They better give him, like, a nice ending because they really put Will through it. I, th- I think he makes the sacrifice play in, in the end. It could be Mike because he loves Eleven so much. And they say it like they put that whole thing, which I don't know why they did. Because like I said, they gave Mike nothing to do, but they have Will give him the speech how he's the heart of the group. And that might have been true in season one. But because these kids were separated the whole freaking time, I don't know. Women characters always suffer from, I think, is what Mike is suffering from. He's just like an appendage to another character. Right? Right. Right. Well, now, now, now it's another like love triangle. Did I say that correctly? Did I make that clear? I Did, guess so. Am I making sense with that? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Because there's so many women characters in media that all they are is the girl character. Window dressing. Window dressing for the protagonist. Right. right? right. And this is kind of a flip to that, and that's why Mike's character didn't feel like fleshed out because he's just like, oh, what, right. He, he shows up doing? just to be an asshole you know? to Eleven, and then it's. Oh, I feel bad about it. Now I got to go back and I'll be the one to nudge her in the right direction. His arc was he had to learn how to express his feelings. That was pretty much it. Right. I, he was he was an asshole to Eleven. I forget. What, yeah. What, they what, had what, like a little fight. They had like a, yeah. their little fight in the beginning when, when he first got there. After she, she smashed the girl's face with the skate. Yeah. He gave her a hard time about that. I mean, it would be a bad person in a relationship you didn't give their your partner a hard time if yeah just... but she was getting bullied like super hardcore like right right and, she, and it was and cathartic she, yeah. for everybody when she bashed in the face and I they humiliated it, her publicly mean? in the real world you can't hit people with the thing she could have killed her uh i don't know uh, team will smith anyway um <laughs> <sighs> 
Uh, very few people have ever been killed from an open hand slap, and all those she smashed the Shaw roll, brothers. She, she smashed the open. Hand, I'm talking about Will Smith. All those Shaw Brothers movies in the in the uh, 70s don't count. Yeah, yeah. No, but she did smash a skate in her face. That's pretty serious. Imagine if it was an ice skate. That'd be brutal. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Have been a ra- it would have been a rap. <laughs> a, a murder charge, a murder rap for for, right, no for 11. But let me ask you, what, what was your favorite like sequence, whatever, uh, of the whole season? What, what, what was what tops the list for you guys? The one I said where Sadie Sink is running through that hill. That was great. That looked great. It was very that, that was probably the most effective scene. T. It's been a while. I have to. I have to. I have to. Is I yours Metallica? I uh... No. I mean, that's that's awesome. That would be one A, but the shootout sequence in the house, that one take, of uh, oh yeah, that was pretty cool. Th- th- that was like that was really intense and re- re- really well done. Um, I I really enjoyed that. I thought that was, that was really good. Here's my seat. The favorite thing is that when they were playing Dungeons and Dragons and they were cross cutting it with the basketball game. Oh, oh, in yeah. the first episode? Yeah. It's showing how different people are brought to that kind of joy and kind of thing differently. And and like and like showing that like that kind of emotional content from the D and D game. I, I, I uh I, that's where that was my favorite scene. That was really well done. Yeah, yeah. That that was that was good too. Question for you guys. Is Paul Reiser alive? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I actually forgot what happened to him. <laughs> I, I don't think they ever showed you any resolution to, to whatever happened to him. I, they show you him, like, kind of getting taken away, and then things start happening, but... Nobody? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> they did the same thing with Hopper. There was nobody. In multiverses, even if they're incinerated, they can pull them out from another plane. Um, so here's here's one, one little quibble. Um, Robin, Maya Hawk's character, Robin, her persona, and is she's just so cool... And then in this, they tried to kind of tell us that she wasn't and that she walks funny and that she's not well, it's just in the, the scene coolest where she's person not... on the no, show. Just... And I'm like, you can't, you can't tell me she's not no, cool. No, but is it the scene she's where she... She's cool. Where she... And you, she's not very cool, you know what is I mean? Is it the scene where she <laughs> yes. can't dress girly? Like she's dressed like the, like she's dressed in Nancy's clothes and she's just kind of like uncomfortable? Because that I kind of understand. No, because they said like five times that she runs funny. And that she's awkward, and that yeah. Oh, I but mean, it's because in the it's in the it's in the text of the thing she, that she she's can't gorgeous talk to and people. she's cool. Yeah, I get it. And she was into the girl and couldn't express herself around her. Right, and she has such an easy way of talking to people and engaging with people. She's a very you know, and it's like, come on, she's super cool. Her her parents are wonderful actors. Her parents are wonderful actors. Two of the coolest people ever. I'm sure it rubbed off. Right, on and her. she's just as cool. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just as cool. I'm sure right? it rubbed off. And on it's her. like you're not, you're not a nerd. Sorry, <laughs> you know. No, but it's just like you know, she probably could have been. We don't know what what she liked growing up or anything, or but it's just because I guess she gives off nepotism baby vibes. I don't know. <laughs> it's just like she looks like two famous people's child, and low she is. <laughs> I thought she was great though. I actually really liked her. She was one of one of my favorites. Her and Joe Keery, I like their dynamic together. Yeah, their friendship. He, their friendship is one of my favorites for sure. Yeah, Steve is getting better and better. Mm-hmm. Like he's just like owning it more and he's, more. He's he's yeah. very good. I like Joe Keery a lot. But yeah, no, this was a good show. I I mean, I'm not. It was a fine show. Let me say. <laughs> 
I mean, I, I think I, I liked it a lot more than you guys did, but that that's okay, because I usually do. No, but the thing is, like, I was just like, I was invested, but I'm just kind of like, as soon as it was over, it is just like, and I'm done until two years from now, you know? It didn't stay with me. That, that's what we brought up earlier, right? It's the, the Netflix model. As soon as it's over, it's like, okay, what's the next thing coming out? Because this ended, and I'm sure something else began right after. I can't think of what, but... And it's smashed into all this content. There's so much content and things that I would have died to see 10 years ago. Luckily enough, Kate is into Sandman, so we can kind of, we're pushing through that. But uh, there's just so much content. It is a lot. And it is a lot of stuff that we're interested in that we can't really watch a lot of the other stuff that maybe doesn't get as much attention. Because so much of the stuff that we want to do for the show takes priority right, right you know i i haven't like seen only, always everywhere all the time ha- what's it what's the name of the everything movie? everywhere all at once <laughs> always everything something every- sometimes time, whenever i yeah. feel like it what did you say to you? <laughs> no but it's just like i haven't seen season two of only murders in the building and the season already wrapped up and it got renewed i think for three and four and it's just like damn i haven't even watched one episode of this because so many things have come out yeah there, there, there is way, way too much stuff i haven't even started house of dragon yet <laughs> I'm loving House of Dragon. And I've seen, loving it. I think, two episodes of Sandman, you know? But it's just like, man. Loving that, too. That That's great. Um, yeah, House of Dragons, the meme you posted, it's just like Game of Thrones, but I don't know any of these people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, l- last point on, on Stranger Things. So the way it ends is them looking over the horizon, and half things are in color, and half things are in black and white, and it's like the, the colorless apocalypse is on the way. Where do you guys think we go from here? But they br- they burned the city, it opened up, and then it closed up, and then it kind of like opened up again. I kind of didn't get. Yeah, that's that's why I'm asking. I could. It was a little I, weird. I have not the faintest idea. T might have a better idea of it since you have your D and D stuff, but I know that's probably a lot of sh- stuff to pull well, I from. Don't, I don't know. I mean, I think I think they're going back to the mind flayer, but if they're going to go with somebody else, I guess. It would be Orcus or Tiamat or something like that. They kind of got to bring everything back. Right? How many more seasons are left? Two? Or is it one more? I think it might be one more. I didn't know if they one were. One more? I, I, I wasn't sure. For, for I, I remember like that. two more. I wasn't sure if it was this season and then next season and then that's it. Or if it's the next season and then one more after that. Not not totally sure. But, I mean, e- either way, we'll, we'll be uh, we'll be watching. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Visit us on our website at NotAllPodcastWearCapes.com. And send us an email, NotAllPods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks. Uh, well, see, he, they couldn't do this television thing. Well, no one... What happened? Echoing. Oh, okay. I could echo myself. No, my garage band keeps echo. giving me error. Let's check the conflict between garage band <laughs> and external device. Well, what's the external device? I had to get my wired headphones because my my can things. I, can I pour myself either. some wine? And, and all right, I have a very powerful point here. Um, and if this fixed the problem, all right.
Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm good. No, no, I'm good now. Alright, so, for some reason, for some reason, when my headphones lost connection... Alright, I'm good. Action. Pause, I gotta plug my, I gotta plug my computer and shit. Your heater? Computer. My computer. Oh. I gotta computer plug mine thing. in soon, but I'm still good. I have like... 40% battery. <laughs> come on, 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 baby. Come on, baby. Don't do it. All right.